I'm so happy that I got got to meet friends that I still talk to to this day and that I've explored much more about myself, what I'm capable of. And like, I didn't think that me and Sebastian could get any closer, but I feel like with this lifestyle, we got super close, even like with COVID that made us also strong like together being apart like during like the winter back home in Sweden and him him being here and also like me having my first baby here I appreciate what the time here in America has taught me and like what it made me it made me like a better person you're listening to breaking the ice a podcast and community created for wives and girlfriends of professional hockey players but since has turned into so much more. Stories shared by women around the globe who come together for a sense of connection and community. You may be in the sports industry, a hockey parent, an athlete, or a person who just enjoys podcasts, but I can promise you, you'll be inspired by these women every single day while we evolve through the tips, tricks, do's and don'ts for all things hockey. And guess what? So much more. For women, by women but especially for a hockey community. So lace them up and tune in for a new episode every Wednesday. Thanks for listening. I don't even know what day it is right now. I feel like, just kidding, it's it's Monday. <laughs> but I feel like when you get back from vacation, all of the days just kind of mold together. You know what I mean? Like, what time is it? What day is it? What year is it? I don't even know. Who knows anymore? Honestly, I'm not going to lie. My suitcase still is sitting here with clothes in it. And normally I'm like really quick about unpacking because I know that if I don't do it right away, it's going to sit here for several days, which is exactly what happened. We got back from our vacation and man, traveling with a baby is exhausting. And I'm not complaining because I mean, he had a couple rough days, but overall, like he's pretty great. But it's tiring. And we got back in the evening time, so you can bet your ass I did not unpack my bag, which therefore is why it's still sitting here. We also wound up getting a new washing machine for those that were worried. (laughs) And it's actually really nice. So now I'm just playing catch up, laundry, cleaning, all of that good stuff. We had a dog sitter come stay with our dogs. And for those that also have dogs, I know it can be kind of stressful to find a dog sitter, but we've always had really good experiences finding a dog sitter through this website here in Austria. And it's like pretty much the same thing as Rover. It's called tiersitter24.at, just your standard WW <laughs> address. Um, but yeah, we, we did this the last couple of years in Graz and then this year and found a really great dog sitter. So if you ever are going out of town, that's always how we find people and... It's always a good, good setup. So we came back and I don't know, it just, it felt good to come back from vacation. I feel like when you're there for more than like three nights, you're like kind of ready to get home. So it felt good just to kind of get back in the routine and the swing of everything. Starting December 1st, I have a 12 days of giveaways planned for the holiday season. So I have partnered up with a lot of small businesses in our hockey community and bringing you an awesome giveaway for 12 days straight, which is so cool. There's still some time if you want to get involved, you can just send me a message. I'd love to add you into my plan that I have already going on. But yeah, it's a really great way to just network and meet other women in our hockey community. And also it's the time to give. So it's going to be awesome. So every day at four o'clock p.m. new giveaway, four o'clock p.m. Eastern time, new giveaways will be dropping and you can enter as many times as you want. And obviously you just kind of have to go to the Instagram page and follow along for all of those details. Today on the podcast, I have Sandra joining me and Sandra is from Sweden and her husband, Sebastian Aho. He plays in the NHL for the New York Islanders, and this was a really fun episode, and actually I was thinking about it, and I've never had someone who is European who plays in North America on the podcast yet, so it was really fun to hear her perspective on everything. So 
we talk about how he got drafted and she didn't want to go because she was, you know, really comfortable with where she was at. She was with her friends and her family and she had a job, but ultimately she made the decision to leave and go with him. And she obviously doesn't regret it, but we talk about what that experience was like for her, you know, leaving her comfort zone to go out of her home country to a completely different country and how hard it is to plan your future when that's happening, as we all know. We also talk about how we are actually both more pessimistic than we are optimistic. So not necessarily just like negative Nancy's all the time, but kind of we want to prepare ourselves for the worst situation. So we talk about how we always see like, okay, what's the worst thing that can go wrong in this situation? And how we actually have to work really hard to be positive and like see the positives in the situations as well. So if this is you, you will definitely be able to relate to this conversation. Of course, we had to talk about COVID and what it was like for her getting into the U.S. when everything was happening with that. She is also pregnant. They are due with their first child and having their baby in North America. So we talk about like what the healthcare was like like the differences obviously in Sweden and and a lot of places in Europe, the healthcare is completely free, whereas the US, as we all know, is not. We also talk about maternity leave. And, you know, this is obviously a big important topic that is being spoken about right now. And we talk about how unfair it is and like how Europe is definitely ahead of the times with supporting new moms. And that's something that the U.S. really needs to step the F up on. We also talk about funny stories, funny cultural differences. We talk about tipping in the U.S. and Europe. It's a funny conversation. We had a lot of laughs. So enjoy this episode. If you were listening, I would absolutely love it if you have not done yet to go subscribe, rate, and review to this podcast. I know that I probably sound like a broken record, but honestly, you guys, it makes a huge difference. And if you are listening every single week, that is honestly the biggest way that you can support me and the podcast is to go write a review for me. It makes a huge difference in like the longevity of the podcast, the future of the podcast, and me able to continue to do this long term. Sandra, welcome to Breaking the Ice. I am so excited to talk to you today. I know that we've kind of gone back and forth about having you come on the pod for a while. So I'm super pumped that we are finally doing it today. So welcome. Oh, thank you. I'm happy to be here. (laughs) Yes. Well, we are going to dive into all of the things and I'm super excited because I actually was thinking to myself that I don't think I've had, and I, I might be wrong, but I don't think I've had someone that is from Europe play in North America on my podcast. So I'm super excited. No, I don't think so. Yeah. Like it's going to be awesome to hear, you know, kind of like the different perspective from that front. I guess we'll just kind of start off with like where you're from and how you met your significant other. And we'll just kind of go from there. I feel like we're just going to naturally flow. Yeah. So I'm from Sweden in Europe, obviously. Um, in Sweden, I live like both me and my husband. We were born in uh, Umeå. Umeå. Um, we met there 2010 when we were like 14 and 15. So we were like babies. And then when like he was going to school and play uh, hockey for like another team, he moved away like a two hour drive from our hometown. And I finished school before I like moved to be with him. So we had like three years of like distant relationship, but we were still young and like I could still like take the bus stairs like on the weekend. So like we made it work. So when I finished school, I was like a medical assistant. I don't know if like, yeah, from what I've, yeah, from what I've heard, I don't know if it's like different here, like the work tasks that you have like on your work space, like on your, when you're Mm -hmm. doing your work, but yeah, that's what I am. And then I studied to be a nurse while he was playing in the other like city when he was playing. And that was Shreleftio. And then he got drafted. And that day I actually like cried. I was like, I'm not like, I, I don't want to leave this town. Like I love it here. Yeah. But he got drafted and we ended up like here in Long Island 
where we are now. Like he played most of the years, like in the farm team, the AHL team, like Bridgeport Sound Tigers. Mm-hmm. And I loved it there, like in Connecticut. Like it's, we were talking about it, me and a friend that like Connecticut would actually be like one of the places I actually like could see myself like having kids and like raise them instead of like being in like the city of New York. Right. For me, that's like too stressful. Right. Yeah. The big city life is not for everyone. I wouldn't say I'm really a city person either. I mean, it's always fun to visit and, and stay for an extended time, but I don't know for me when it comes to like settling down, I like a little bit, like, I don't want, you know, absolutely nothing going on, but a little bit more of a chill vibe. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Me too. I'm the same. So where, okay. Did you know that we played in Sweden? (laughs) I know I, I've like, I think I saw it on your, like on the Instagram, but I can't remember where it was. Okay. Well, let me tell you, it was in Tingsgrid. Do you know where that is? Tingsgrid. Yeah, I know. Like it was a very interesting experience. Have you ever been there? <laughs> no, I've never been it. It was so tiny. There was only, I think 2000 people And there was really nothing going on, but we were really close to Carl's Corona and uh, Vikwa. I obviously do not pronounce those correctly, like how you would if you were Swedish, but (laughs) I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. I I, I get you. (laughs) Yeah. So we went there all the time just because like we needed to get out of that tiny city. But um, yeah, I mean, I wish, I definitely wish when we were there that we kind of took more opportunity to see like things that were close by, like we never made it to Stockholm and we never went to Copenhagen, which was pretty yeah. close to, but you are pr- from pretty like Northern Sweden, right? Yes, I am. So like, okay. I mean, I've been to like Stockholm, but honestly, I've never been to Copenhagen. I think it was like in Norway, like the city next to us or like the land, whatever you go, like our neighbor Norway yeah yeah. Uh, I've been there like once when I was a kid but like I'm not that well traveled like in even in Sweden I feel like I mean I've been to Stockholm but and Gothenburg but that's like it yeah (laughs) I don't blame you it's hard like when you're like living your life it's so easy to end up like especially like with this lifestyle it's so easy to end up like do like doing the same thing like over and over every day even though like you have time to explore you're just like I don't know I'm gonna relax today or do something like I've already did like done because I don't know you get so comfortable oh yeah I I totally know what you mean I feel like it's kind of one of those things where you like get kind of caught up in the motions like you, you just have like a little routine and then it's kind of I was actually just telling one of the girls here I feel like I'm kind of in that right now where I I feel like I'm in my routine and I'm like, I need to get out and do something. Cause it's, you get kind of stuck sometimes, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, you do. He got drafted and you did not want to go, but you went. No, no, I went. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) even like at that point when he got drafted, I can't remember what year it was, but five years ago, this is our fifth year in the States. So at that point, like, I was studying to be a nurse, and, like, he just signed three years for Shaleftio, and I was, like, this is my life, like, I wanted to be there, it was close to my family, like, a two-hour drive, like, all my friends, I was, like, I've always been that kind of person that if I'm comfortable, like, I want to know, like, oh, I can plan for the future, and then, like, having or being with Sebastian, my husband that's like have have been like hard on me sometimes because like I I can't really plan my future you know Mm -hmm. because you can't really plan this life like wherever hockey takes you you go it it is hard sometimes but like I don't want to complain about it because I also like I choose this lifestyle too like I could have stayed home and like like finished my studies and everything would be great too but I know I like mentally I wouldn't be happy I make my sacrifices now and he can make his later on like yeah our lives oh yeah I think that's how it works like eventually it will be full circle you know but yeah that's really hard when you're in the middle of obviously like 
becoming a nurse. And so you didn't finish and then you moved. No, I didn't finish. Did you ever feel like regret with that? I should have finished or I wish I didn't. Or did you feel like pretty confident with your decision to do that and knowing that you can go back and finish later? Yeah, I always know that I can go back and finish later. So that was like comfortable, like a comfort for me that I like this wasn't it. Like and especially like the school system in Sweden, like if you compare it to here, it it's not the same. Like I wouldn't lose like a lot of money or like I did it for like no reason and and stuff like that. So I feel like I was very comfortable with my decision and like I don't at all regret it because like it took me where I am now and I where I work now when I'm back home in Sweden I work at this like child ward where we take care of like premature babies from week 30 to 18 years old like kids so and I love my job now and if I've studied like if I've kept studying stayed home maybe I wouldn't have that job now so I'm just like trying to think about it like everything happens for a reason even though like I could be like a big pessimist like most of the time but like (laughs) you have to like think about stuff like that like everything needs to happen for like for a reason so yeah I'm I'm learning to get there to think like that (laughs) do you feel like you're more pessimistic than optimistic like just naturally like your personality yes I'm the same yeah I'm the same and like Sebastian He's the, he's the optimist always like it could be everything like like yesterday in bed I was like okay so like it, like when we get home like after the baby is born like what happens if he gets like super sick and what what if he dies and so he was like well what if he's not dying like what if we will have a great life and I was like yeah that's true yeah <laughs> thank you for pointing that out (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah once you become a mom like the worrying just never stops at that point no yeah no that's funny because I'm totally the same way like I mean I'm I'm definitely positive but I have to really try like it's I mean not it's not that I'm forcing myself I'm sure you can relate to what I'm saying but it's like it's almost like, I feel like I'm a realist. I'm like, okay, what's the worst thing that could happen from this situation? Yeah. And it's whether or not I really need to like dwell on that. Or if I can just be like, okay, cool. I'm moving on. Like, I'm not going to attach myself to this emotion, but like, this is the, this is the worst outcome. Um, you want to be prepared, like not like sitting there being like super happy and then everything goes to shit and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. What if I, yeah. Exactly. I know. I get it. Yeah. Is that, do you have anxiety at all? Sometimes, but like, I don't, I don't think I have it like as much as that it becomes like a problem. Like, of course, like sometimes, like, especially like now they just went away, like, or they just came home from a road trip for like 13 days. And I was like alone here, still at the hotel. We finally got an apartment. We're moving soon, but like still at the hotel, like not that many friends here yet. And you're like so alone. That gives me like a weird feeling. Like, of course I'm sad. Like misses, I miss my family, but it's not that I have like anxiety like every day or like that it's actually like a big problem, but like, yeah, I can relate to being like alone, feeling alone or sad being yeah. Yeah. That's t- well, how, and how pregnant are you right now? Uh, 29 weeks. Okay. Okay. So you have some time. It's going to, it goes by fast though. Those last like yeah, I know. 11 weeks, it's just like, boom, <laughs> they're I here know. and you're having a boy, right? Yeah. I'm having a boy. Okay. That's so exciting. So yeah. obviously that's a whole aspect I want to talk about too. And we'll get into that a little bit later, but yeah. So I want to ask you a couple more questions. So are you guys in the NHL right now? Yeah. So he, uh, so he's always been like in the AHL team. Uh, And then with COVID like last season, he was like in the taxi squad. I don't know if you heard it. Like Mm -hmm. it was like a a crew of of, like hockey players that was supposed to like be stand-ins if someone got sick. So last season here, 
he was at the hotel. He was living at the hotel the full season. Oh, I stayed home for a while just because like I got a couple extra months at work. They wanted me to stay. So I was like, I'm going to be like this impe- like independent woman staying like in our cabin that we have back home in Sweden. Like I'm going to be working for myself and like blah, blah, blah. That was like the hardest three months I've ever like lived I don't know that probably says a lot about me like maybe not having like a lot of stuff happening in my life but like being apart and like this uh, the last winter back home in Sweden we got so much snow living in the cabin like the roads weren't like what do you call it when the they come and like take away the snow plowed like the road yeah yeah. they weren't like no one did it so I like got stuck with my car in the snow and I was so mad I was like this is your fault like you should be home with me but (laughs) I mean I did it um but yes answer to your question he's in the NHL now so then you finally last year were you yeah like how did that work so you guys are married did you have any issues getting into the U.S. being Swedish with COVID uh that's all like also a fun story like like we got married like in the courthouse because we like for the baby it's supposed to be easier and like what I've heard like coming here this season I've heard that like no girlfriends are allowed like because of COVID so I was like super stressed out I was like I need to go with you like especially having the baby like I can't do this on my own so we ended up getting married and the team was supposed to help us get it, like get my new visa because the embassy in Sweden has been like closed and only taking like super special ca- like cases. So the team helped me and I was supposed to like, I got like a letter from like, an, I don't know, someone super important. We got here together. First time we flew together here because I usually fly on my own, like after camp. Uh, we flew here uh, and like the guy that was like taking care of us like in the line so rude like I don't know I I think I've met like maybe one person like that's friendly in the border like ever <laughs> especially like traveling here being like from somewhere else yeah it can be like horrible um, it's like that I in mean, most places I just feel like they don't yeah. like their jobs no they don't I've had some very awful experiences too it's horrible like I the first year I ever got here like this guy I was taking into a room this guy was like who are you together with and I was like Sebastian oh and he he was like I'm gonna look him up starts looking him up and he was like he's pretty short to be in a defenseman and I was like yeah what what should I answer to that like what (laughs) I don't know. <laughs> that was yeah. just like I don't know. What would you like me to but say? But yeah, now being married, it was easier to get in here. But like, it was still had some problems. But now I can stay the full year instead of only six months, because like the visa I had before we were married, I could only stay six months. Then I had to leave the country. I don't know. It doesn't say for how many days. You can like either go home to Sweden which which I feel like was always the best option or you could go to like Mexico or Canada okay uh, so now I can still like stay the whole season which feels nice because if I like if I had the other visa I would have to leave in February which do I leave like do I fly home with a like one month year old baby to Sweden or what do I do like what, what have you done in the past with the visa? So you've always just gone back to Sweden for a little bit for a visit and then you came back. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I've always like got like traveled home. Like one year I had a friend's baby shower and like another year I just went home like to su- surprise everyone back home. It, it has been nice to like actually being able to like go home. Like now with COVID, I know a lot of people have been like pretty stuck, like can't go anywhere and like family can't see them and so I feel like that was a blessing in the sky like the other years that hasn't been like COVID to be able to go home at least to have that option so when you guys so when you were in your cabin for three months alone at what point was that in the hockey season 
uh, it was like from December to March. Like I came back here uh, ending of February. And then like I stayed here until like end of May. And then he stayed because Islanders went to the playoffs. Okay, that's right. So I like was alone in the cabin. And then I got here, stayed here for like four months maybe. And then I flew home alone because he was like, he had to stay here because of the team like going to the playoffs so I well the reason I keep asking about is I'm just curious like if you had issues with COVID because I know like for us coming into Europe it was so hard um especially if you weren't married I mean that was pretty much a no way like if you are not married you you cannot come in the country because this is for like if you are married and you're in a family with someone that's on a working visa then you can come in which was super unfortunate because people basically got shoved into long distance that were not prepared for that at all, which is so hard and frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. I could like, that's what I like. I applaud everyone like doing long, long distance relationships because like, I feel like I would, I, I, I wouldn't make it like, of course I would, but like, I would be so miserable, like it's sad. And the time difference. Yeah, no, even that, like, yeah. The time difference plus a hockey schedule. It's like, how do you even make the time? (laughs) No, where, like, time doesn't exist. Like, no. Quality time that you're, like, that, you know, you try to connect over FaceTime, but it's like, when is there even time with this major time difference? Yeah. And then your crazy-ass schedule. Yeah. And, I mean, sometimes... I feel like even like I talked to a friend friend about this like she is in the HL team now here and we were talking about it because they did like they did like a distant she never came she only visited once last season and she said she was like I only got more sad talking to them like because the like oh what have you been doing like oh yeah no nothing like I'm at the hotel blah blah and sometimes like calling and you're you just like you miss them so much and when you're here like hear their voice you're just like I can't like I'm gonna miss you more if I talk to you like I yeah <laughs> it's hard let's just take a leave of absence for three months and yeah. we see each other again <laughs> so hard oh my god obviously you're pregnant we tapped on that but I want to go into that oh my goodness so it's funny just because we're like totally swapped. Like I'm North American, had my baby in Europe. You're yeah. European, had your baby. Would you say, is that, do you, you say you're Swedish or you say you're European? Is that a stupid question? Like you would still say you're European, right? No, I, I would, I would like, it depends like what would the question, but I usually say that I'm Swedish. And then yeah. if people like, where is that? And I was like, well, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> people ask you where Sweden is. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like when I, like, the first year I ever came here, they're like, oh, Sweden, like, where's that? And when I talked to some people, like, about, like, traveling, some people didn't even have their, like, passport, you know? Like, oh, I have never been outside of, like, America. And I was like, oh, really? No, oh, yeah. Well, that was, that was me. Like, the first time I ever yeah. went to Europe was when we went to Tingsgren. <laughs> Yeah. And you were like, I'm never leaving America again. (laughs) I was like, I can't believe people come over here and play hockey. Like, this is crazy. (laughs) Like, I don't know. We were, we thought we could push it out and we wound up coming back because we just, we got four months in and we were just not happy in that town. But I know that so many people play in Sweden and absolutely love it. I think it's harder in the smaller towns just because like sometimes it's just being like not from Sweden. I feel like well, funny story is that people actually all thought I was Swedish because I'm really blonde. Yeah. And I would like, I remember there was a few times where my husband and I would go out together and like, there's just something like we were at the pharmacy once and my husband was like, oh, do you speak English? And she said, yeah. And she spoke English to him, but then she looked at me and started speaking Swedish. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. Like I'm also yeah. only English. Like, I don't know that language. Stop. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like, I am Swedish, like my heritage, but I don't speak any. (laughs) Yeah. So it's always funny. But um, did you guys plan to have your baby in North America? How are you feeling about it being away from your family and your home country? 
So many questions. Yeah. So many questions. Like I still have a lot of questions like to this day, like, or like, I still can't believe it. Like even like with the belly, no, I'm just like, am I pregnant? like rolling over in the bed like oh I can't move it's like am I really pregnant like are you are we sure yeah yeah it, but it won't it, hit you till you're giving like birth a roller coat no I know I that's what people are keep like they keep telling me like like when you get home like with the baby then maybe you will like understand <laughs> <laughs> it's been like a roller coaster of like feelings uh we tried to have a baby for like over a year and I I was the one like I've always been longing for having like kids like ever since we met like I've been like ever since I was a kid like I am the oldest of four siblings um and I've always like I love playing with dolls and like I I can I can't think about a time when I didn't want to have like a new baby sister or like something like that so it's like when we didn't get pregnant right away I was super stressed and pessimist, like as normal. Like I thought like, this is never going to happen. Like, and then during like COVID, like last season, uh, when I was here right before I was like going back to Sweden, all of a sudden, like, I, like my period was so weird. And I took this test and I was like, is this pop? Like, this is positive. Like I'm pregnant. So, and then like, I, in that time, Sebi wasn't home. He was like at practice or like it, maybe they had a game. I like immediately started to look at like birth calendar. Like what month am I due? Like, <laughs> because I was like, I need to like to look this up because it, like even like with this like lifestyle, you don't want to have your kid like in, in wrong, in the wrong time. And it, it feels so bad to say it, but like there is times where you're like, especially like with COVID now, I'm just like, I don't want to have the baby and like have to stay here longer than I have to, you know, like I want to go home to my family. So, and sorry, side note, when are you, yeah, you were just about to say it as I was asking. (laughs) I'm due at 9th of January. So that's a good, like, it's a good time. Yeah. It's a good timing because it also has like me being, or both of us being like Swedish, we have to like fill out, fill out some paperwork, like get a passport like like a like a similar like social security number but like a Swedish one so I'm just like I will have time like I will if I would have had the baby like in May and like even if they like would go to playoffs that would be like short short amount of time to actually like fix stuff um because like that's what I feel like it's so different like obviously I have no haven't like had a baby in Sweden either but I feel like me giving birth here there is so much paperwork to do like and with the insurance like they have to ask about everything like is it okay if like I don't know don't sue us and I was like you never sue people in Sweden so I'm just like so overwhelmed with all the like paperwork and but I'm figuring it out like (laughs) it's okay (laughs) Well, that's funny because like I had to fill out so much paperwork being American in Austria. So I'm curious if we were in our, both in our home countries, if we would have to fill out as much paperwork, you know what I mean? Like it might just be like, you just get a birth certificate. I'm like, what else, what else do you need to fill out? (laughs) Oh yeah. And like you get that. And if you're married to the dad, you're like, yeah, he's the dad. If you're not married, I know in Sweden, like if you're not marrying, getting the kids, you have to go like to the courthouse and like sign a paper. Like I am the dad. So that would, that would have been it like in Sweden. But so question about healthcare, obviously in, in Sweden, the healthcare is free and in America, it's very much not free as we all know. Um, (laughs) so what, how, what does that come down to for you? I mean, like not price-wise, but like, do you guys have to pay for anything? Is it covered? Like that would be really frustrating. I feel like if you did have to pay for it, knowing that it's free back home. I'm super, super thankful because with him being on the NHL right now, uh, I haven't paid like anything like 
and I don't know if I'm supposed to like no I, I'm not supposed to pay anything like a friend of mine she gave birth like last year here and she has the same insurance and like she didn't pay it like a thing wow it's amazing uh, and I like I'm so grateful and, and I feel like it, it's so like if I try to think about it like if I have like if I were an American like living in America if I wanted to have like five kids maybe I couldn't because I I can't afford it you mm-hmm. know like Sebi he has four siblings there are five kids total and like his mom and dad they both work like uh, at like in with like at the hospital and like they don't like earn super much money so I feel like if they would have been living here, I don't think like maybe they couldn't been able to have five kids. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel know. Like well, even like it's I've different heard here. I've heard stories of women, you know, and their their kid has to go to the their kid has to go to the NICU and then say they're they're yeah. there for a month. It's like a hundred thousand dollars. It's insane. it's insane. It's like, and how is anybody yeah. supposed to afford that? Like, yeah, and I mean, with- it's not that you plan to have your kids like pre premature. Like, I mean, no. And it's like, it's, it just seems unfair because then like people yeah. are in debt because of something yeah. that they had it's rest like, over their life. Yeah. And it's like the kid, like baby had to go, you know, into the NICU and yeah. like to, to, for their safety and their health, but now yeah. they're out a hundred thousand dollars. So it's just, it's so crazy. And I think it's really amazing. Like I, I know there's a lot of talk right now and I'm, I'm happy to, about it. And I, I'm still learning and like reading a bunch of articles, but like, there's really not a lot of support for new moms in America. And I think it's really yeah. awesome just being on the other side of it and seeing how much support there is in Europe for new moms. It, it really yeah. is amazing. Even like the thing that they were discussing now like America being like one of the only countries that doesn't have like maternity leave Mm -hmm. which is messed up it really is so messed up like how I like I understand I completely understand that like a lot of moms are home with the babies because like what if you want to have like if you want to breastfeed your kid and you're not allowed to stay home for when the baby's like just born like yeah how does it even work like it's so weird like and for me seeing this from the perspective I have from like being as like a Swedish citizen I'm just like how is this even like how is this the normal thing I just don't get it but like this is how it is I guess like and it's been like this I don't know it's probably I don't know if it's been like this forever Uh, well yeah I think it has and I think like people are really working really hard to to try to make it not this way because the whole thing is like you shouldn't have to choose between like not earning an income and having a a child like if you've been with a company for a while like it's so sad to be like okay you have like six weeks off and then you have to come back to work it's like six weeks is nothing like that first three months like looking back in time like it's a blur. Like you're, you're so tired. It's like such a amazing time, obviously, Yeah. but at the same time, you're so exhausted and like learning. Exactly. You're, you're like overwhelmed. Like if you're, you know, like maybe you're breastfeeding, like you said, and like, you're figuring that out and you're up half the night, but then it's like, you have to go to work after six weeks. It's insane. Do you know what it is in Sweden? Like how, how much time you have off? I think you could have like, a lot like I think up to a year you can be home and get paid wow, wow. not That's like the, your full salary but like a percentage of your salary and it all depends on how much you have been working before you get pregnant too so but I think you can I I'm not 100% sure but I think you could stay home for like a full year yeah wow that's that's like insanely amazing I mean it's just it's like kind of shocking to me because you obviously just don't really hear that back home you know so I mean there's just so much support and even like over here I've found that like there's just so much 
like at the malls here, you can go in and there's like huge, like I had to take Crosby into the mall because they shut off our water and I had to go to the bathroom. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, I got to go now. It was like 8 30, yeah. like just ritual routine. Yeah. <laughs> so I went in there and I went in the family bathroom and yeah. I was like, oh my God, there was like a TV with like cartoons on, there was couches, yeah. there was a whole like nursing area, changing table, like yeah, I, I couldn't believe it. Like there's just really not, and I've seen that a little bit more and more in the U S where they, they have like nursing, um, like rooms at the airport, which I think is cool, but yeah. I'm definitely hoping that the U S starts to incorporate these things. Cause it's just, it's really nice to feel like, you know, you don't have to go in a bathroom stall to feed your baby if you're not comfortable yeah. doing it out in public. Yeah. So it's really cool. All the things I've seen over here in Europe. Yeah. I feel like I'm like, if I would compare, like it's probably not very easy to go like from the U S to Sweden and the opposite, like for me coming here too, is like, it's different, but I feel like not without like being biased, but I feel like the U S is like years behind with with the health insurance and like, for I don't sure. know with the how you look at women and like I don't know sometimes I just feel like like get going US you can do it like mm-hmm. come to your right like yeah I don't know like it's funny like because I agree with that like for sure with like certain things like even like we've never had a female president ever yeah, and I like know, yeah. you look at around the world and like how many countries have women that are like running the countries, you know, but in the U S it's like yeah. crazy to have a female president, which it shouldn't be, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah no. there's so many things I see. And I'm like, sometimes I feel like sometimes I see things in Europe. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so behind the times. <laughs> what are some other things yeah. you've seen? No, that I know it's like- probably, so- yeah. <laughs> what are some things you've seen like in the U S that you feel like are like behind the times of Europe before like I was like having this podcast uh, uh, I was like writing down stuff that's like different from back home and the first thing I like I that got into my head was like if you go to a grocery store here it's like you don't have like like if you want an apple like we we have like some sorts of apples but I feel like when you go to a store here there's like millions of decisions like do you want to have this or this or this? And I was like, in the beginning, I was so overwhelmed. Like, what do I pick? Like, how do I don't know which one is the best? Like, which one do I like? Do I hate that? Like, that <laughs> there's was too like, many options. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what I felt like. <laughs> it's so funny that you say that because I feel like I come to the store here and I'm like, there's not enough options. But I know, yeah. <laughs> it's because we were each raised so differently, right? Like it's like you yeah. came from like just it's like okay, these are the choices and then it's like too many and then it's like we have too many, which is probably not necessary. But then yeah. when we come here, we're like, "Wait, where's the more choices?" Yeah. <laughs> oh like, my god. I need more. Yeah. It's funny no. how the grocery stores are so so different yeah, in the right? in the US versus Europe. Yeah, it is like, it's weird how different, even because like, I feel like food should be like, kind of like similar, like, if you want pasta, or that would like, you would have like similar brands, but there's so many like different brands that are like, when I came here, I was like, Oh, my God, like, what? But I mean, pasta is like a easy thing that you can't really screw up pasta that much so no that's like when we got to Tingsred that they were like the store is closing in 15 minutes like the day we got there we were like so sleep deprived and we went down and we were just like grab what you know (laughs) we just grabbed pasta and sauce you know because we're like going into the store and it's like a different language and we're like um can't mess that up (laughs) yeah no you can't really mess that up which is nice like then you all because like I have friends like now that's in like they're in Russia and I was like what do you eat there and she's like well we've been eating like kind of like normal food and I was like oh okay good because I was like I don't know because (laughs) like over there everything isn't like because maybe like everything there is like it's it's on like not it's a Russian language but I feel uh, like which is a hard you, language she even I mean it's like how do you even know no she uses like an app to like 
help her like translate it but I guess like that's maybe how it is in Sweden too but I feel like often on like a lot of stuff you have like an English like small translation thing or do you was it hard for you to like figuring out like grocery shopping in Sweden well yeah it's so it's google translate and you just okay like you literally like can hold your camera up and it will translate it it's really okay, cool that's perfect. okay good Good yeah, you can even do like a voice translate. Like if someone's talking to you, you can like have them say it into your phone and then it'll it should translate it to the language and you can translate any language to any language. I just oh, feel like awesome. Russian the writing is just so Yeah. <laughs> like that's I have no hard. idea. I mean that would be no. really hard. Yeah. Yeah. Um I was going to say so do you have a dryer in North America? A dryer, like a washer and a dryer. Yeah. Yeah. So like, do you have a dryer back home in Sweden? No, like I, when I've like all the apartments we lived in, like, um, like I've never, like, I wasn't like really used to using the dryer. Like even like when I was living home, we only had a washer, like we hanged up all our laundry. Uh But now like after like being here, I actually bought like a washer and a dryer combined because like now I can't like I love to dry my clothes (laughs) like it's like the day doesn't like all have to be about laundry you know yeah that's so funny yeah Yeah. we we got lucky we asked for a dryer this year and they gave us one last year because we obviously were having a baby which is yeah so huge to have a dryer when you have it's like you don't want to be folding a million you know, little tiny socks and with how no, much yeah. they spit up and poop and whatever all over yeah, their no. stuff when they're newborns. Like I can't even imagine not having a dryer. <laughs> I was like, this is a necessity to life. <laughs> yeah. So you will I use it this. all the time. Yeah. yeah You'll will. be thankful you have that. So are you, is your family able to come out at all for the birth or are they going to just wait till so- the end of the season? I think like my mom for sure wants to come. I think my dad wants to come too. My mom, like I'm going to help her look up how to get like the ESTA visa, which like you stay for 90 days, but like, she's obviously not going to stay for 90 days, but like, that's how long you're supposed, like you can't stay longer than that. That's like a tourist visa. So she wants to come. I don't know if she's coming like for the actual birth or like right after Um, we haven't like, really like planned a trip yet but like I'm helping her with the visa thing Uh, and I'm like nervous for her to like fly on her own because like my parents aren't together and I'm nervous for her to fly on her own like she obviously can talk English but like if she's the best person at talking English I don't know but she will make it like it's fine (laughs) she just has to get on that plane just sit on her seat I know yeah she will will arrive because I know that they open the border now so it makes it easier for people to come especially like a lot like all my friends and family back home are vaccinated including me so I'm just like being vaccinated and like showing like a COVID test and then you're good to go to come here so I'm happy for that Uh, because it would be so like sad if like we wouldn't have any guests coming this like season especially mm-hmm. like with the baby coming it would be so fun to have someone here to like not feel alone about it oh yeah definitely and it'll be really nice to like have your mom there to you know yeah. take the baby it's and... her first like grandkid too so she's oh, super excited that's yeah. so fun do you guys have a name picked out or is it a secret no we we have been talking a lot and like now we call the belly Isaac Um, but what from what I've heard from my mother is that like I when I was in the belly I was a Felicia and when I came like when she had me she's like she doesn't look like a Felicia she looks like a Sandra so (laughs) see she changed her mind so I was like maybe if I I'm going to change my mind. But like we're going with Isaac for now because I know here in the States you have to kind of like have the name ready because back home you can wait like three months to send in the papers. So that's different too. Oh, interesting. Yeah. 
That would be yeah. like a long time to not have a name. Do people actually go that full three months? Yeah, a friend of mine, like at at my work, like where I work, uh, her boyfriend and her, they were so like, I want to have this name. Like, no, I want to have this name. They actually had to flip a coin like last week of the three months. And like he won and they send in the paper. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> what? That so is weird. Yeah. Crazy. yeah. <laughs> oh, so what? Like they, they were so like, they could, yeah. oh, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> they, they couldn't like figure it out. Like she was like, I, I'm not going to like, this is the name I want. And he was like, no, I want this name. So they ended up like flipping a coin oh, and he man. won. So, well, lucky him. Respect for her. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> I know I feel like it's always hard to come up with a name like I don't know for us we like before we I mean we found out really early I paid a disgusting amount of money to find out the gender at like 10 weeks because I'm a crazy person like I'm the polar opposite of like we want to wait till the baby's born to to know I'm like oh no no you want to know you want to be able to plan once again exactly and like like, zero judgment I'm always like so impressed when people do that like I'm like that's honestly amazing like good for you not for me (laughs) like because I couldn't do it like I have no I don't like to not be surprised like I just that gives me anxiety so um anyways and I was like so excited to find out so we found out at 10 weeks that it was a boy but as like we were talking about it I was like we could not come up we had our boy's name picked out. Like we always, we really liked Crosby. And then yeah. when we found out it was boy, we were like, it's Crosby, like period. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, but with the girl, we were, we like could not decide on a name. So I'm like, we're in trouble if we ever have a girl because yeah. we could not, like, we just kept going back and forth and like, he didn't like yeah. anything I was saying. And I don't like, yeah. <laughs> he was it saying, is I was like, hard. Yeah. It's hard. And, and you especially don't have like, to love it. Yeah. And especially like, you like associate names with someone or you're like oh no I can't do that name like I had a <laughs> friend's like brother he, that would like no I hate that name it's so hard like especially you like you've met a lot of people like it's hard to find a name that you can't really like think about any like a clean name you know like yeah it's hard. and are middle names a thing in Sweden yes okay so we're gonna have two middle names Okay. And that's kind of, that's pretty common, right? To have two middle names. And, and yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have two, uh, he only has one, but yeah, it's, it's a, it's a, like, it's a thing. And especially like, I wanted to be like me thinking about like middle names. It's like an unwritten rule. Like it's an older, like unwritten rule that you're supposed to like have something from both families Mm-hmm. Like I would have to have like a name from my side of the family and like also from his side of the family. So now we're taking a family name from his side of the family, but not from my family. But I feel like my <laughs> parents aren't like, they're not going to be like mad about it. So that's good. Yeah. I always like middle names that ha- that are like of significance or like a family name. I always think that's really cool. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So are you feeling excited nervous about the birth like have no idea what to expect are you like overly prepared tell me tell me where you're at I think I'm like I'm like I try to like look everything up and like even like the doctor told us like what hospital we're going to and I was like I want to go like I want to take the car there and like drive there and see where it is like to make sure and this was like four weeks ago so I feel like I am very prepared but like also you can't be like too prepared you know mm-hmm. and everyone's birth is different so so different yeah like and I I mean I hope to god that I could like have like a like a normal like birth uh, just because I feel like I want to have that experience like in my in my life I've always been like I've been thinking about it for a long time even my like my uh, youngest sister she was telling me like do you remember when you were like younger and I was like super young and you showed me like this disgusting pictures of like because my mom had like a book about like giving birth and I was like <laughs> scrolling through it like 
and there was like very authentic like pictures of like actually woman like giving birth and I was like this looks cool but now like <laughs> of course I'm like nervous like I know it's gonna hurt like hell yeah but I'm just like right now I mean everyone's just saying maybe it won't for you yeah no yeah so I'm excited but also nervous of course like well I think it helps too that like you speak really fluent English you know so you'll really be easily able to communicate with the doctors the nurses and yeah you know that'll be really nice and I think give you a peace of mind at least that you're able to like yeah find that comfort right you know yeah no for sure I like if I would have been doing it like in Russia where they barely speak English I would be terrified but here like I know also like if Sebi is with me like if I don't understand anything I'm gonna ask him and like he's gonna ask and we can ask together and it's like and like the doctor I've had like I'm seeing now she's been like great to me and like I I like I am very like thankful so I think when I tried to think about this like upcoming thing like me giving birth I tried to think positive like for once like just because if I if I think so much negative like about it I think I would be more scared you know yeah I think you have to just go into it with like an open mind and just know like you can't prepare and like what's going to happen is going to happen and yeah it'll be great I think like I was someone like I wanted to hear everyone's birth story to try to figure out how mine was going to go. And it's just like, yeah. you just have, no one ever knows, you know, but yeah, you definitely like, it's, there's a lot of anticipation for the first one. I think like, yeah. even after I had a first, the, like my son, I think to myself, the second one, there's just something about, which obviously that's not for a while, but like, yeah, I just think to myself, like, I'm not, I don't feel like worried I don't know it's just like yeah it's like I went through it it was yeah I got through it and yeah it was hard as heck but it's it's beautiful at the same time and yeah you would do it all over again if you want more kids because you wind up loving them so much obviously so I'm super excited for you I think it'll I think you'll have a really good experience I think so too like already now like it's very different like that's like one of the things like here in America, if you have like a good insurance, they take such good care of you. Like, like, I don't know, like back home, I feel like if someone from here, like goes to Sweden and like had, had like a good experience, like in a good amount of, let's say like, if you have a good amount of money too, like, and you have a health insurance that are good, you can have like a, probably like, a royal like birth here like if you go back to Sweden it's not like from what I've heard like it's just normal you're like you're you're coming in you're going out like it's nothing special like everyone has the same like health insurance so you're just like one in the one in the mix like Mm -hmm. in a normal day so I feel like I hope I hope that I'm gonna be able to experience both to be able to like see what the difference were yeah so we'll see yeah yeah but I'm happy like at the same time like I wish all my friends and family could be here but like I'm happy that it's gonna be like us too like me and Sebi like we are gonna be the like it's gonna be like us the team like we're the team and we're gonna like get through this together so it's I'm looking forward to it I love that yeah it, it is a really good good you know bonding time for just like the two of you and to spend that time like it, it goes by so fast and you don't get it yeah. back and you don't realize it till it, like goes by so it'll be nice to just like have that quality time with each other and then like yeah have a couple visitors here and there so that'll be yeah. awesome yeah um, I so. so I wanted to ask you what's your favorite part about living in North America I would say like all the people that I have been able to meet like during our time here like I've had so like I've had so much fun like being here also like sad stories too but like I'm so happy that I got like got to meet friends that like I still talk to to this day and like that I've explored much more about like 
myself what I'm capable of and like I didn't think that me and Sebastian could get any closer but I feel like with this lifestyle we got super close even like with COVID like that made us also strong like together like being apart like during like the winter back home in Sweden and him him being here like and also like me having my first baby here like I appreciate like what the time here in America has taught me and like what it made me like it made me like a better person oh I love that so much yeah I think it's it's really awesome that you you know it, you, it was a sacrifice for you to come to America and, you know, that's amazing that you were able to do that and it will come back full circle. Yeah. And I think like, yeah, it's all about perspective and, you know, there yeah. are hard times being away from family for sure, but I feel like yeah. it definitely does teach you like so much about yourself. And I don't know about you, but sometimes I see like friends that are back home and they're like, kind of still doing the same thing. And like, that's fine if that works for them. But I'm like, gosh, like, I can't imagine what my life would look like if I was still like, just living the same life I did, like, back in when I was growing up in the same city, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, this lifestyle just brings so much opportunity and growth for yourself. And yeah, you do spend a lot of time with yourself. (laughs) So you, you got you really get to know yourself very well. Yeah, you really do. Yeah. Do you have any funny stories as an expat living in North America? Me actually coming here, I had no idea that you were supposed to like give tip, you know, like to like waiters. (laughs) So first time ever I was in the States, it wasn't actually like when we moved here, it was like a a couple of years before visiting my friend. She did the same like travel as I am, like she's together with a hockey player. So I visited her and um, she's like, you have to give tip. And I was like, no way. Like they have their salary. Like I'm not giving the extra money. But then I learned like they don't really have a salary. Like people do back home. Like when you're waiting, like waiting. And then uh, I was like, do it. Like, and I, I for real think I have dyscalculia, like dyslexic, but in math, like numbers for me are like Greek. so it's been like hard like I'm getting there like now I'm like I can tip now for sure but uh, I think two years ago I was doing my nails at this salon uh, and when I sit in the car having my nails done like driving away I was like I paid more in tip than the actual price of like getting my nails done oh no so I paid like (laughs) doubled the pro- it so the lady comes running out like like knocks on my window she's like are you like are you sure like no th- like and I was like yeah yeah no yeah I'm sure I was so embarrassed I couldn't like no I yeah I'm gonna take my money but I and like I know in the car I was like yelling to myself I was like Sebi will never make me forget this I was like <laughs> can I even tell him like what do I do and then I was like I just have to tell him and like I texted a friend in the team and she's like you have to go back like take your money back and I was like I can't I I never to this day has sat my foot there like that is so funny well she must have just thought you were a very generous person (laughs) yeah for sure oh my god yeah that's hilarious I so it's all and and it's like the reverse for me like I feel like I always feel so awkward not tipping like so in Sweden you don't tip right like at all no and even like when I got my hair done in Sweden you don't tip no and they say no you don't tip and I'm sitting there like um okay well thank you bye like it was just it feels like like I I feel guilty and then in Austria. And if you're listening and you're Austrian or you've been in Austria for a really long time, I have heard that here leaving like anywhere from one to five euros is acceptable. Like, you know, it just depends on like what, but it's, it is funny with the tipping because I feel like I always struggle with like, when am I supposed to tip versus when am I not? Like if I'm getting a coffee, like if I'm just getting a coffee and someone's bringing it to my table, but like, 
I'm just getting a coffee. Like, am I supposed to tip two euros every time? Like, it's so confusing. Yeah. That's I don't probably know. So confusing. Yeah. Because now here, at least I know, like, you're supposed to tip like almost everywhere. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah like, I mean, back home, I don't, if I'm like going through the Starbucks drive through or something, like I don't tip. Um, no. Yeah. Or like, just like if I'm going typically, if I'm going up to like a counter, like I'm like, can I get a smoothie? I just, I don't tip unless I have like cash, which I never do. And I'm like yeah. just getting rid of like the change or whatever coins. Yeah. Yeah. But like restaurants, if you're sitting down, like I always tip. Um, yeah. and then like for services, which is funny because you don't, I mean, you just don't do it as much over like as much as you would tip back home, but yeah, like hair massages, yeah. nails, everything you tip yeah. like 15 to $25, yeah. which is, yeah, it's a lot. So if it's you're so listening weird, and you like, want to tell us, yeah. let us know. <laughs> tell us please. <laughs> yeah. I love chatting with you. It was so nice to just talk and hear about what your experience has been like so far. And I'm super excited for you and your next little edition coming soon. It's honestly going to oh, creep up you. so quickly. I think so too. Time flies. It really does. So thank you for any- having me. Of course. If anyone wants to reach out to you, where can they find you on Instagram? So my Instagram name is Bostrom Hoppa. So B-O-S-T-R-O-M. H-O-P-P-A.